Want to make a podcast? Spotify's got a platform that lets you make one super easily, then distribute it everywhere and even earn money. All in one place for free. It's called Spotify for Podcasters and here's how it works. Spotify for Podcasters lets you record and edit podcasts right from your phone or your computer. So no matter what your setup is like, you can start creating a podcast today. Then you can distribute your podcast to Spotify and everywhere else podcasts are heard. Video podcasts are also available on Spotify and when you want to take conversations with your fans to the next level, Q&A and polls are the best way to get them talking. With Spotify for Podcasters, you can earn money in a variety of ways, including ads and podcast subscriptions. And best of all, it's totally free with no catch. Ever since I discovered Spotify for Podcasters, I love engaging with my audience with the Q&A and the polls. And I also love the fact that I can upload my video podcast on Spotify because I know my audience love watching it sometimes when they're traveling on their commute. I highly recommend you give it a try and you can download the Spotify for Podcasters app or go to www.spotify.com forward slash podcasters to get started. I have always been of the belief that your body will achieve whatever it is your mind believes it can do. And so before I do any of these things, I know first and foremost, I'm going to do it. I'm doing that today right now here you know and i think there is so much power in self-belief so much power hi guys and welcome back to a millennial mind today i'm with one of the biggest foodie and fitness vloggers of our generation featured in men's health, flirty dancing on Channel 4, and now a Gymshark athlete with over 8.5 million views on YouTube. I'm so excited to introduce you to Nutty Foodie Fitness, aka Stephanie Joshi. The crowd goes wild. (laughs) (laughs) So hi Steph, thanks so much for coming on the podcast. Thank you so much for having me and for that amazing introduction. Well, it was all true and I'm just really excited to talk about your story and your message and your brand. So let's talk a bit about your background. So for people who don't know you, how did you go into this kind of journey? Did you plan this at school? Was this something you always wanted to do? To be honest, I don't even know how I'm here. (laughs) Like, I had no, there was no plan, there was no master plan to be here, uh, to be doing what I'm doing, which I still don't actually know what it is I'm doing, but um, no, I was always that kind of creative person at school, I loved drawing, I loved designing, painting, Mm. illustrating, Um, it's what I've literally always done, and I went to uni, studied illustration and animation, I've just basically come from a very creative design e background and that's what I've always essentially done and that's always been my passion okay so how did you kind of start blogging as a millennial I think Nutty Foodie Fitness has always been there because I've always been a foodie right fitness okay like definitely not always been a a fitnessy person but I have always been a nutter which is where nutty comes from it's from my obsession with peanut butter which you know I outwardly always talk about just my mum would love you obsessed I am (laughs) but also the nutty element is something that I would say it kind of really describes my character my Mm. personality when I go for things I don't just do them half-heartedly yeah. I put my my whole ass into that yeah. and so when I take on a challenge I'd say I, I'm one for taking on pretty nutty challenges and you know going for things that 
the average wouldn't normally happily do. Well, I agree. I mean, we're going to go into your videos and the craziest things you've done. I mean, one of the most recent things I watched was that you just ran a marathon. Just woke up one day and just ran a marathon. I did. I and we did it faster than me. And I run three or four times a week. And when I looked at your splits and you were like 5.20, 5.30. Oh, I ran like 4.30 here. I was just like, right, I'm turning it off. Forget it. I'm not watching this anymore. Um, but what's your purpose of your page? Okay, I'd say that my purpose... I've had this page now for nearly, I think, four years, my Instagram. Yeah. Um, and when I started it, I started it just because, you know, I, I love food. I love inspiring people. Mm. I love sharing a positive message. And that is what I essentially did right from the beginning. Yeah. Um, which I believe I still do. I feel yes. like my, my overall message has never really changed. And really, I just want to keep on inspiring people and as time has gone on my page has shifted a little bit and I've taken on more challenges mm. and I'm basically just finding ways to challenge myself yeah. and in doing so I can spread even further the message about really just going for things doing the things that are going to make you happy and doing them for yourself not for anyone else not mm. for external validation not because somebody told you that you should do this or you should become that mm. but doing them just because that is what you really want to do you know and you're passionate and you're driven and i think like this intrinsic drive to just be the best i just want to share that with as many people as possible because we've all got unlimited potential unlimited Absolutely potential agree. and it hurts my soul to know that people aren't you know, living the at their best. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I completely agree. And when you say you've been saying these messages, I actually looked through all of your 4,000, 5,000, I can't even remember how many posts there were, and went oh, back wow. to the beginning. <laughs> Someone's got a lot of time. <laughs> yeah, I know. Good, good, good prep for the podcast. <laughs> but actually, you're so right. You have been saying the same message and you've been on this journey with people that have been following you to really be the best and to push yourself. And I think for me, something I see amongst everyone I meet, despite their age or their gender or their status and that's really consistent is this culture of comparison. Yeah. And you talk about this a lot and this constant feeling of FOMO. So for everyone who's listening and doesn't know what FOMO is, it's the fear of missing out. Mm-hmm. And it's, no, you know, the fear that you aren't somewhere where someone else is. And yeah. that can be mentally or physically. And we live in this heightened culture of comparison because of the internet. So through Absolutely. Facebook, through Instagram, through Twitter. And you talk about this a lot. Why do you think we compare ourselves so much? And why do you think it's so toxic? I think... You know, I'm on Instagram and I really don't spend any longer than 30 seconds looking, scrolling, because I think that people look to Instagram for guidance. Yes. And they look for other people to kind of show them how is it that how to be happy and people immediately think oh if this person's happy looking like this then I have to look like that person to also be happy and I think the main issue is that people haven't they don't understand who they are they haven't found how to be happy within themselves and I think that that is what you know in a way is is toxic because youngsters like you know you're in school people in the playground I can't even imagine Mm -hmm. being in the playground and scrolling through Instagram and saying oh wow I want that girl's legs like you know in the school I'd be with my Pokemon cards and so (laughs) I just think that social media is such a powerful platform and it's so powerful beneficial in so many ways but at the same time 
for sure it can be toxic for those that do not yet know who they are and i think that's where you know the negativity stems from and how do you find that so you're really confident i Mm -hmm. think you say this on social media as well as you know i don't compare myself i don't judge myself against other people i don't measure my success based on somebody else how do you get to that place were you always like this absolutely not and this is the the weirdest thing i mean me being on this podcast right now if i would even go back five years like for me to be on a podcast talking Mm. like it's just it's so i was never like i'm not gonna say i was never that person i'm still the same person but i was very much introverted when i was younger really i at school i was the person a teacher would ask a question I'd look down straight away. I don't want to like, I don't want to answer the question. I don't want to have my hand in the air. I was introverted. Yeah, I loved, you know, I I was always the chatty chatty one in the group. But at school, question, head down. Like, you know, sometimes people are like, oh, I'm a bit introverted. Introverted. (laughs) (laughs) So how did you get to this place? How did you become so confident? How did you become body confident? Okay, there's two things here. Body confidence. So I might just leave that for for a second and first approach sure. the confident just, you know, in, in myself, maybe in, in the way I carry myself. And that started when I was at school, actually, and I auditioned for a school play. And um, it was Snow White. Every single female wanted to be on this play. Every single, they all wanted to be the main character. And I thought, what are the odds of me getting this? Like, there's no way because I'm just, I'm shy, you know? But I really thought, let me go for it. Yeah. And I was the last person to audition because obviously I held back. I was like, no, I'm not going to do it. No, I'm not going to do it. No, I'm not going to do it. And I did it. So as the last person to audition, I remember it so vividly. It was a Friday afternoon. I got the part. I got the part. And I I just remember it was kind of like a turning point for me. I was like, how have I done this? I've done this. Like, I've done this. And yeah. <laughs> it seems bizarre. I mean, it's a school. It's a, But it's, it's more a, like you did something that you, that you never thought you would do and you never thought you would get. 100%. And then that was it. And 100%. You're like, I can do anything. I, like, <laughs> I can be Snow White. I can do anything. <laughs> this is it. This is it. And honestly, I think that was the making of me. I thought, wow, I've done that you know, maybe, maybe I'm not that shy. Like Mm. maybe I actually can use my voice. And so challenging all these beliefs that you put to yourself, right? So somebody said I'm shy. So then you're going to actually, it's like the self-fulfilling prophecy. And I talk about this all the time is that someone will say, well, I'm introverted. And then because you think you're introverted, you will, or you think you're shy, you'll push your way, you'll push yourself away from someone. And then someone will say, oh, well, she's not coming to that stuff. So she is shy. And you're reinforcing these things constantly. In your mind and it's about challenging these things and saying if i don't want to be i can change that 100 100 i put myself in a box and i i lived in this box yes for for years i don't know how old i was at the time but that was a point where i knew i'd basically been limiting myself because i said i'm shy i can't do that therefore i'm not gonna try i realized after that that look i can mm. if i want i can i can try I can fail, yes. but I can give it a shot and I might not succeed, but then I might. And obviously mm. I did. And be- after that, I realized that we've always got a choice, you know, to either be afraid Absolutely. and not try or take a chance and freaking win. <laughs> and, I completely uh, agree. Yeah. So, so I think that was really the making of, of me kind of opening up and just being a little bit more 
just confident, just willing to kind of take, take a risk. Yeah. yeah, take a risk. Um, and so I think that that definitely helped me grow. Well, doing that, doing, yeah. you know, that, that play was just, you know, the initial thing that made me think, okay, if I can do that, I can do something else. And that's when I really just started to go for things in class. I would volunteer myself to go first when doing a presentation. Amazing. Scared the shit out of yeah. me. But I did that because I knew that if I do that, then I'm not going to just, you know, hide and be mm. underneath my desk and just wanting for it to end, you know? I would do it first and smash it. Done. So I definitely think that that's how I grew in confidence, by really going for something that made me feel really uncomfortable. Now, in terms of the body confidence, I feel like this is a bit of a touchy subject because okay. of the way I look. Right. Which, you know, um, it is a touchy subject. And... I would be lying right now if I told you that the way I look isn't a lot down to my genetics. Okay. You know, I I say that all the time and I know that this, what I'm saying right now is probably going to infuriate a lot of people, yeah. for which I am really sorry. <laughs> but what what I am going to say is I can't change the way I was I was made. I cannot right. change that. And right. so, obviously, I... But you're not... So, people, for people who are listening, yeah. Steph, you have a very athletic body. So, <laughs> yeah. you have abs that are more prominent than any muscle <laughs> on my body. So, when you say that these are your genetics... Yes. You, you also do go to the gym. You also yes, do work hard do. in the gym, right? So, it's not... Yes, you may maintain your figure with the amount you eat, and we'll come on to that, yeah. the, the amount you eat. Um, <laughs> That's a whole <laughs> story. <laughs> but actually, you do work out really hard, yes. right? So when you say that, and for people listening, it's not just, you know, you're just born with yeah. this athletic body. You do you do push yourself. I do I do push myself, but I went to the best sports uni in the world, and yet never stepped foot in that gym. Never, because I still hadn't discovered fitness, okay? Oh, I but see. yet people would ask me mm. how long I've trained for when I was at uni and I'd never even been to a gym. So I will, I'll say right. now that yes, my body is, I, I have a, that athletic body. But what I will say is on the subject of body confidence, just because I may have abdominals doesn't mean I have the perfect body. Mm. Everyone has their insecurities and I too, just like anybody else, had my insecurities. Yeah. Mine may not have been that I have more fat around my stomach. Mine was actually the fact that I'm just a very hairy human. Very hairy human. Luckily, the viewers can't see that I basically have a moustache. But, you know, that's that's mine. And yeah. I, and we I are think... half Indian. Come on. What do you expect? <laughs> this is the thing. And I think that, you know, I... That's something that I've always had to deal with, yeah. just like anybody else. And so I think it's it's wrong for people to say you can't talk about confidence when you look like that. So true. Because I, just like anybody else, have issues. You know, well, that's just something that I have learned to accept. And at the same time, I want for other people to just accept themselves mm. as they are too. Absolutely. I think self-love is so important. And you talked about your journey. How do you maintain that? What are the things you do for self-care and self-love at the moment? I think a huge part in self-love is, for me, it's listening to podcasts that really kind of make me think. They make me question every single day, what is it I'm doing? Yeah. Why am I doing it? 
And am I living, you know, for myself? Am I doing things every day that really make me happy? I definitely think that it's really important to write things down, journal. But for me, listening to podcasts really does help me kind of drum in why I'm here and what I'm here to do. And although you'd think podcasts self-love how is that a thing i i think that it all stems into the same thing because of course it is it's, it's just, yeah. all about doing things but with like pure intent with, with intention and conscious the- action this is the thing i say all the time yeah is when people say to me how are you positive i work hard every single day to be positive yeah i talk about it in my first podcast with mira manic when i talk about rituals yes and i have a set amount of rituals and i wasn't always like this mm. i choose to be like this i'm consciously choosing every single day to be positive and to be happy and when someone says to me you know but there's certain things that happen in your life that will make you unhappy someone can pass away or you know something tragic can happen you can lose your job yes absolutely those are events yeah my mindset is my choice the way I respond is my choice so if I'm unhappy I'm choosing to be unhappy and that's a really big realization I had about three years ago when I was like I need to take control of my own life I need to stop complaining yeah and I need to choose the thoughts I put into my head every single day because that will determine the person I will be oof absolute fire bombs (laughs) I was gonna say you should start a podcast but I mean here we are here we are here we are no yeah no 100% I agree like so much with the statement about you choosing to to be happy because people do not think that happiness is a choice they think oh she's just born like a a happy-go-lucky girl that's not it they think it's your circumstance it's not your circumstance it's It's the way you respond to your circumstance absolutely and and even when things go wrong and you have had things that you know really make you question you know you, you things happen and you just think like why me or like why is it that everything always has to happen to me and I think that that is what sometimes will then kind of get you get your ass in gear like you then think hold on a second like now is the time to really use that use that negative thing that's happened as an you know like as a lever Mm. to a greater thing overcome that and then as a result of overcoming a specific event then you know it only reinforces within yourself just how strong you are I completely agree. Have you read the book called The Choice by Edith Edgar? I actually haven't, but I've heard about it's a, it's it. It's an incredible book. She talks a lot about this, how we choose what we tell ourselves. 100%. And one of the things she said was, you can be victimised, but being a victim and being victimised are two different things. Mm-hmm. Choose to be a victim. Yeah. No one can ever make you be a victim apart from yourself. So and powerful. you could have been victimised by something... But you're the only one that will control how you feel about that. Yeah. So, you know, she's not discarding things like the Holocaust, which she talks about, you know, yeah. I was victimized and I was put in this awful situation. But she chose how she responded in that situation. Yeah. And she, she talks about this. And one of the things I want to talk to you about is you receive a lot of negative comments on your mm. Instagram, yeah. on YouTube. Yes. How do you cope with that? How do you not let it get to you and really define who you are? Well, I think it's exactly like what you've just said about choice. I could choose to let that hater Mm. have the power. I could choose, but I choose to not give my power, not give my energy 
to that negativity mm. is only going to fuel it more. So if somebody, you know, has something negative to say, which unfortunately a lot of people have a lot of different opinions on a lot of different people, um, and that's absolutely fine. That's absolutely fine. You know, I'm not here for everybody to love me because even I find my voice annoying, you know? Um, <laughs> but I think it's about realizing that's their opinion and if they have an issue with who I am, yeah, that's their issue. That's that's so that's true. their issue. I'm sorry. <laughs> you know, that's not a problem that I need to work through. It's a problem that they need to work through. And I know that a lot of the time, people that leave spiteful comments, it's only coming from a place of insecurity. They're only so feeling the need to say that, to say these things to people, to try and make themselves feel better, make themselves feel bigger. And I just think that, you know, the, the, the more energy you give to negativity, the more negative you are going to be. So I would rather just kind of, yes. you know, Law of heart, attraction, heart right? the comment. I mean, I'll, somebody, somebody said on my latest YouTube video, fix your teeth, hun, to which, honestly, I laughed for about 25 minutes. It was it was hilarious. And um, I was laughing. Honestly, I was laughing for about 25 minutes. I gave the comment a heart, you know, because, you know, this person has brightened my day. I gave that person Aww. a heart. And I even did an Instagram story, you know, <laughs> talking about this comment. And, you know, other people said, like, they reached out and they said, you know, I was having a bit of a bad day. I saw your comment. I saw the way you responded to that. I instantly felt better. Yeah. You know, I instantly, it, it lifted my mood. And so, look, if I can lift someone's mood, for me, having a bit of a laugh that someone feels the need that I need to fix my teeth, then this is, like, fabulous, you know? I think your, attitude, I think your attitude is so inspiring. And just looking at it from that perspective... It takes a lot of time to build that, mm. you know? It takes a lot of time for you to look at and say, you know what, I'm gonna look at that as a negative thing and turn it into a positive thing. I'm gonna help other people. Yeah. So you're really vulnerable on your Instagram, which is really also something I talk about in every single one of my podcasts, because I think this is a culture we need to change. We need yeah. to show more on our Instagram. Like yeah. you just said, with that comment, you saying, you, you sharing that has lifted so many people's mood mm. and has made them think, I'm not the only one being criticized. Yeah. I'm not the only one that gets negative hate. I'm not the only one that, you know, faces these problems. And you essentially create a community where your mindset shifts together. Yes, yes. So one thing I wanted to ask you, you're also really positive on your Instagram. How do you stay positive every single day? Because I watch your stories and you are always smiling. Do you ever post when you're unhappy or how do you keep that positivity up? The thing that a lot of people do not know is with every post, with every long, I mean, I don't know if your listeners know, but my captions aren't, <laughs> They not, are very long stuff. <laughs> let's, let's just say they're a bit wordy. Yeah, a little bit. I, th I, think, I think that's a political, politically correct way to say it is that they're very wordy. <laughs> you okay, I basically write an essay every day. Um, and... The, the thing is that no matter how I'm feeling, whether I've had a really testing day, a really challenging day, mm. I'm really upset, I will write a caption which fully, like I'm not concealing at all how I'm feeling. I'm gonna say, you know, there are testing times, we go through struggles. I'm gonna, I'm gonna talk about how I'm really feeling, but I'm gonna say it in a way where I don't, 
I'm not asking for sympathy because that's not what I'm I'm not here for that but I do want for people to understand that my life is not just rainbows and sunshines I've posted on days where you know I did a video confidence and actually I read the comment this morning where someone said Steph you looked slightly upset in that video and that was the day I got dumped and I filmed a video on confidence the day I got dumped and so you know I'm not I'm not saying that I'm always smiling but what I am saying is that when I go through struggles just like anybody else there's two ways to deal with it you know you either cry listen to that the, those songs that are going to make you even more upset yeah because you know, everyone's done it i've done it we will do it we can do that or we can have our cry but then think i either let this affect me negatively and i stop i don't go any further mm-hmm. or i see it as okay this has happened but now it's time to like move on or yeah. what what have i learned from this or what can i do that will make me feel better maybe in if I were to go through that again in another situation, you know, Absolutely. learn from it. It's a very growth mindset I think you have. It's very much about learning from your mistakes, what you can do differently, and also really enforcing that as well. How do you continuously motivate yourself to be the best? I, you know when you said that, I just got goosebumps. I just got, honestly, I just got goosebumps. Because this them. is some. honestly, <laughs> this is something that I think I've always inside i've always i've always known that i've got things and places that i want to be and go and reach yeah but it was always inside and it was always just brewing and i think that like through fitness i kind of discovered i kind of discovered that fitness was a way in which i can exercise this whole idea about mindset and building a stronger mindset and you know, a lot of people, they go to they go to the gym because they want to build, you know, change their physique or they want to look a certain way or, Absolutely. I don't know, they want to run a PB. Like, everyone has different reasons for going to the gym. And for me, the gym is a way in which I can, every single time I go, I can set myself, you know, a goal to do something and it's... You know that time where you think you can't go on anymore and your legs are shaking and you just can't, the lactic acid, the yep. fatigue, you just think you cannot. Yes. That is where I thrive. That is why I'm, I'm going to the gym. That is why I'm doing that run. That is why I'm doing it because in doing so, in that struggle, you realise, whoa, I thought I just couldn't do that, but I just did. I just did that. And that is why now I just try and <laughs> test myself in different ways set myself challenges and goals that people do you know they think i'll you know send my friend a voice note and i'll say you know i'm really thinking i'm really considering maybe you know what it would be like to run an ultra marathon Mm. like what do you think of that and they just think like steph you're insane fab then i'm gonna do it i'm gonna do it i'm gonna do it and it's it's just it's just about reinforcing it's like a muscle mindset is just it's just another muscle which why if why are you why are you doing bicep curls you know for your biceps to grow well i'm going to the gym because i am growing this mindset this mentality to keep on going you know to be indestructible so some of the challenges you do, they're really tough. I mean, I've mentioned that you've done the marathon, you've done 10 10Ks in 10 days, you've done a 15 minute plank, you've done so many of these really grueling challenges. How do you push yourself 
to get through them? I mean, okay, I'd either say, one, I'm either stupid, stupid enough to believe that, you know, I can do this, mm. uh, or I'm actually a genius. <laughs> I think the latter. <laughs> Let's go with the latter. Um, no, I would actually say that I'm maybe in between. I think I'm just stubborn. I'm stubborn in thinking that, yes, there's a nutty challenge here, but then I'm also nutty enough to believe I can do it, but then nutty enough to like go ahead and actually go and pursue that thing. And what I say to myself before any challenge that I set myself is, Steph, you've got this. I say that over and over and over to myself. And I believe that the reason in which I achieve these things is because I essentially have always been of the belief that your body will achieve whatever it is your mind believes it can do. And so before I do any of these things, I know before the audience, before the video is created, before anything, I know first and foremost, I'm going to do it. I'm doing that today, right now, here, you know? And I think there is so, there is so much power in self-belief, so much power. Mm -hmm. I I think like it's, it's the key, like without that, like I wouldn't be nothing. I would be nothing. I think that's so powerful. But you know, would you, would you train your body if it wouldn't change? Yes, yes. So this is a thing that a lot of people, they really struggle to understand that when I say that my intentions to go to the gym have never been to change my body, I was, and I'll say it right now, 100% happy with the way I looked before I went to the gym. 100% happy. There's nothing I wouldn't... Okay, fair enough, I could have had a bigger bum, but, you know, curvier bigger boobs maybe but that's not something I can really control you know I can't that I just wasn't given that I just wasn't my mum didn't give me that same (laughs) same and no spots are changing that for me no I'm sorry I'm sorry happening 1000 booty reps you know with a band I'm sorry you're still not gonna get there and I and I um I you know I was happy but what I found was when I did go to the gym, I found that it's the feeling. I'm there for the feels. Mm. I'm there to to push myself mentally. Yeah. And so 100%, there is, n- with no shadow of, the, of a doubt, I would go to the gym even if it didn't change my body in any shape or form, you know? Absolutely. And I think, you know, it's like you said, you, you've never felt insecure about your body. Yeah. But at the same time, Instagram is a very visual platform and you talk about this a lot, mm, right? And yeah. you know that and you say, I'm happy that I'm using my body mm. to share my message. Yes. Don't you think that's a problem we have in society, that we only listen to people that are good looking? We only listen to people who confine to the beauty standards of the internet, right? Yeah, I think, okay, yeah, definitely, for sure. I, you know, I've put my hand up all the time. I say, like, I'll take my t-shirt off and I'll take the photo like and you know people would argue like Steph why do you need to take your top off can we I just mean, clarify this is with a sports bra <laughs> this isn't this isn't um Steph just no I mean that's that's if I really wanted to get the likes <laughs> <laughs> but um I you know people say so like why do you need to pose enough sports bra like why can't you just wear a baggy hoodie yeah, mm. I could wear a baggy hoodie, but I know that if I'm wearing a sports bra, specifically red, because that's really good for engagement. Right, okay. Really good I don't have a red sports set, so you I, need to get on that. You need to get on that. I know that whatever I'm saying that day, the message is going to reach 
a lot more people. I'm sure, obviously, there will be people that scroll past it, maybe just double tap or think, oh, okay, nice sports bra or nice body. Mm. Fine. But I know that there is probably going to be 99.9% more chance of people reading my message if, you know, it's more visually appealing. And I love that. I think it's so real. And I think, like, I mean... I'm happy with my body. Share it. Why shouldn't you be? (laughs) Why not? And and this is is what I wanted to talk to you about as well, is people say about self-love. Yeah. It's very often confused with arrogance. Oh, my. So if (laughs) you say, if I say sometimes, I think I look nice. Yeah. Someone will always say, oh, you think you look nice, do you? And I'm like, (laughs) why can't I, why can I sit here and say, oh, my teeth are ugly, my skin is disgusting, I fat here, I fat there, but I can't say, you know, I look really nice in this dress. Yeah. You know, why is it looked at negatively if I say a good thing about myself yeah because i think we we are so focused on criticizing each other instead of lifting each other up 100 percent. oh my god you're speaking my language you're speaking my language this is this is the thing i just think i'm you know i there's there's things that i um i mean i'm confident with my body but i always tell people Flaunt what you have. Be you know? proud of yourself. Like, <laughs> Absolutely. It, you know, abs, abs, fair enough. That That's what I have because my body doesn't store fat around you. my stomach area. I'm sorry. <laughs> and so, you know, I'm like, why not? Why not take that topless photo? Absolutely. But, I, I would. <laughs> trust me. Why is it that we hide the things we achieve, but we show off the things we're given? You know, we should focus on trying to see what you can learn from somebody mm. rather than trying to be them. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Focus on their mindset and how they got there rather than focusing on the possession or the tangible things. Focus yeah. on the intangible thing that you can apply. 100%. That's that's also why, you know, I say, yeah, I, I post photos of my body. I'm not posting photos of my body for you to look like me. I'm posting photos of my body because, A, this is my body. Yes. I'm proud of it. But at the same time, we shouldn't have to try and... Like, why should I try and pretend, you know, I'm that I'm insecure just so that people can think I'm relatable? Yes. This is me. I'm not going to change, you know. I'm not going to change myself or the way I present myself just so that somebody else can think, okay, I relate. No, look at me and think, okay, she's, she's a human just like anybody else. I have insecurities, may not be my body, but... I'm here and I'm speaking about them and I'm I'm doing it confidently, openly. So maybe use your insecurity and try and like, you know, ask yourself like, why is it that mm. I feel insecure about that specific thing? And maybe work on that yes. rather than just comparing your body straight to mine. Because you know, we're built different. Your body is completely different to mine. And so people will then maybe misconstrue my page and think that I'm just arrogant and I'm all about me. No, I'm using myself, my body, which I love. I've been given. I've also worked hard. Mm. um, And I'm using it to just reach a greater audience, which in turn, I hope for them to then read my captions, read my message and, and read what I fundamentally want for us all to do. And that is for us to just live our best life. I know, you know, live your best life. People like, you know, say that all the time here, there and everywhere. But essentially it's my purpose is 
for everyone to find their purpose. Yes. Like, find it. In Just in general, my page is not for, for people to look at my photos of me and feel inferior. Yeah. My page is to empower. And so I've said it many times. I've said it before. If you go on my Instagram page and you do not feel good about yourself because you're on my page, unfollow me right now. Or, better still, read what I'm about. I Listen agree. to my videos because there's so much more. There's so much more that I think it just goes a lot deeper and obviously Instagram because it's so visual and because it's such a you know you just scroll and you see a fo- you, you see a photo and you just scroll and it takes like you know three seconds to just see that but it takes more to read and yes. then action there's always a, a deeper meaning to, to what I'm putting out there and so I I'm gonna continue to maybe to others you know that, that don't have the time I'm here you know to just flaunt but the ones that really are on my page for me and for what I do, like that that's who I'm here for. So I, I don't, I'm Absolutely. really, I'm not too bothered about the people <laughs> that think I'm just a cocky little <laughs> so-and-so. <laughs> well, I think, you know, one thing about you is you're also really reachable. You reply to people a lot of the time. I've seen so many story posts and mm. obviously through you I know that so many people message you when they are struggling with what they eat yes they are struggling with eating disorders they have a really negative relationship with Mm. food and Mm -hmm. a really negative relationship with themselves yes and I think this is where you vary and you're so different from every other fitness blogger Mm -hmm. and food blogger because I have never Mm. seen you post a recipe no. I have never seen you post the macros of your food that you're eating. Mm-hmm. I've to never... which I have no clue whatsoever. Yeah. <laughs> no clue anyway. <laughs> I'm really glad you don't do that because it, honestly it'd be shocking for everyone no watching that. <laughs> and also the, the, the other thing you don't do is you don't put a fitness routine up. Mm-hmm. So a lot of people, and I think when I was discussing on doing this podcast with you, they were saying, well, she doesn't put a fitness routine up. She doesn't, she doesn't give her macros. So what, what is she doing? And I think we've talked about this. It's all about your mindset. It's all about the message you're giving out. And I, for someone like me who has read every single one of your captions, <laughs> I salute it's you. very consistent and I completely agree. And after reading them, I feel, I always feel very inspired by you. Yes. But thanks. why don't you post your macros? Why don't you post gym routines? Because you are a fitness page. You are a food page. Mm. So why don't you do that? Okay, well, I mean, the the macros we can 100% already disregard because I have no clue how many carbs, how many fats, how many calories are in anything, in okay. anything. I have no, no understanding. And do you know what? I'm going to continue to <laughs> carry on with my life without looking at the back and numbers of things. I'm happy with that. Um, so but why are you happy with that? Is it because it works for you? It works fabulously for me. Fine. And I've said it before. If if somebody, you know, might be on a journey to lose weight and, you know, and keeping count of what they eat and tracking it is, is what works for them, great, keep doing that. But if you're then and on the other side, you know, on the flip side, you're into fitness and you're following somebody else that may have an f- amazing physique and they're eating X amount of calories and you're thinking, hold on, I'm eating exactly the same as this person, but yet why am I putting on weight? Well, (laughs) because we're all built completely differently. So what difference would it make? You know, if I tracked what I ate for one day, I'm pretty sure, I'm I'm, I'm not, I won't say 100%, but I'm pretty sure maybe 97.3% of the people that were to follow and replicate exactly the things that I ate would put on weight 
Yeah. Uh, like, you know, I, metabolism, comes, metabolism comes into it. Um, I recently got mine tested and I have the metabolism of a 12-year-old. So do I. You know, <laughs> I have the metabolism of a 12-year-old. I did it in the virgin gym and I put my hands on things and I was like, yeah. great. And I do eat a lot because people are always mortified at how much I eat. Yeah. I don't eat as much as you though, Steph. <laughs> so, you know, when I watch your video and you get a whole pack of Cocoa Pops, I think I messaged you after like, are you joking? <laughs> Why did you do that? Why did you hop on the more. They're really airy. They're really airy. Very airy. But the whole point about about macros is, Mm. yeah, okay, I don't understand them. But even if I did, I wouldn't share it. And it's because we're not going to get the same results. It doesn't matter what we do. If we're in the same box, wearing the same clothes, eating the same thing, drinking the same thing, doing rep for rep, weight for weight, we're gonna look different we're gonna look different and so why try and okay obviously i don't know the macro so i can't share them if i did there's no point of me sharing it it's toxic it's only gonna make people think you need to do i need to do this in order to look like her but that's not the reality of it and so i'm not gonna sit there and say you should do this and you should train this way yes because even with the training what are you trying to tell me that if you did the same exercise that I did for a week it's just not going to happen we're not going to look the same and so I instead use my platform to people will say they'll think I'm not sharing information I am the information is in me not sharing the information that's where the information is mindset guidance too right but the information you know that they're looking for they're saying yeah they're scrolling through my page and they're saying how is this girl a foodie fitness influencer? Like, where's the information? My friend, the information is within me not sharing it. There is your answer. It's right there. Wow. That there's so no powerful. there's no set thing that's mm. gonna get you the results. And that's what you need to come from my page and realize. You know, you wow. can go on someone else's page and think, okay, so what? It's 3.5k calories that I need to eat. No, like you're not them. That's so powerful. And I think it really relates to what we talked about at the beginning of this podcast when you said people look to Instagram for guidance. Mm. People don't know what their purpose is. Yes. So people will look and think, what's yours? Mm-hmm. And because you look like that, I'm going to look like that if I do that. So yeah. I think that is so powerful and so, so, so true. So if you guys don't follow Steph on YouTube, her channel is Nutty Foodie Fitness. She posts all of these amazing videos. Summer entertaining. Entertaining. <laughs> and one of the things I wanted to ask you is, a lot of people watching that will say, well, your diet isn't very healthy. Mm. You're eating 10,000 calories. You're eating, you know, chocolates, yes. sweets, popcorn. And yeah. from, you know, like I said, if you don't know Steph, she doesn't eat the portion sizes. And I've mentioned it about five times. I'm going to mention it again. She ate a whole box of Cocoa Pops <laughs> in one sitting. Can I add it wasn't big enough? Continue. <laughs> so you must get a lot of people messaging you saying, why are you eating that? You, you, you must be so unhealthy on the inside. You don't know the effects it's going to have mm. on your body. Yeah what what's your kind of thinking behind this i mean my thinking is that i have a very varied and balanced diet like i think just because people have gone so far into the clean healthy green salads raw keto all of this they've gone so far into that that now when somebody eats i say normally let's disregard my portion sizes and my you know my hunger and all of that let's disregard that but because people have gone so far into the health and fitness the whole meaning of health and fitness has just disappeared my diet is balanced yes i eat sugar yes i eat ice cream cocoa pops 
peanut butter yes. too much peanut butter but you know i i but i also eat fruit i also eat vegetables i yes. also eat meat like i eat everything like my balance my diet is very very balanced and so when somebody says oh but oh my god the amount of sugar in that protein bar i'm sorry <laughs> i just 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 to hear eating a protein mm-hmm. bar like i didn't think it was that deep but for other people you know it hits a nerve when there's butter on a on bread it hits mm. a nerve with people and i just think like we've really come we're going into this thing where it's like all or nothing it's yes. there's no balance anymore and so yeah i'm gonna continue to eat junk i said it i'm gonna yeah. continue to eat junk and i have fitness in my channel you know i've got yes. it in my name i've got it in my instagram so i just think in general i have a balanced diet but it's just because people compare what a health person does yes. to what i do yeah that's where that's where we differ because i'm normal i think the ba- i think the, the the crux of this is exactly what we talked about this whole thing is comparison mm. stop comparing yeah. what works for me if you feel healthy if you feel energetic if yes. you feel confident if you are happy with your body that works for you yeah often we look at things and we say if i eat one mars bar if i eat one mcdonald's that's going to really impact me if i eat two or three it's really going to impact me and you talk about this a lot when you yeah. say when you go on holiday you don't go to the gym no and you don't punish yourself. You don't no. kill yourself and say, I'm lazy or I'm not focused or I'm going to lose my muscle. Because for your body, yeah. that that works. Mm. For someone else's body, they may not go to the gym for a week and they yeah. may lose a lot of their muscle. Yeah. And you have to understand, and this is why I mean your first point was so important. Understand who you are. Yeah. Understand what works for you. Create your own boundaries. Mm. Create your own mindset. Yeah. Because then you'll stop looking for other people for guidance. 100%. And to tell you what to do. Yeah, 100%. And even even on the, the point about, you know, not exercising on holiday. When I go on holiday, I want to spend time with my family. Mm-hmm. I want to, you know, <laughs> sunbathe. I want to, you know, I just want to have the best holiday I can. And yes, I exercise because it makes me feel good I and I enjoy it. But at the same time, you know, sometimes you need to just like focus on like what are your priorities like yeah why are you going to the gym like yes you know you you might have goals and taking three weeks out may slightly hold you back you know slightly yes but there's the week after that there's the month after that like you do not need to put your whole life on hold you know for just you know to look a certain way or to to get that so before we close, what's the one piece of advice you'd give to the listeners today? Ooh, okay. You say one. <laughs> I'm about to give two. Is that okay? <laughs> of course. <laughs> and they both clash. Because I'm going to say stop, but then also start. Okay? And they both clash. Amazing. Okay. Which one do we want to tackle first? Let's start with stop. Okay, stop. Advice number one is I just want to tell people to just stop the, the comparison. Yeah. Stop comparing who they are with somebody else because we are all unique beings and there, there's just no need for that. There is no need for that. We've got so much potential within ourselves and we're so unique. We have so much to give. Even with the time that we have on this, this earth, I still don't believe we have enough time to, to really reach our potential. That's just if we were just working on ourselves day yes. in, day out, 365. Do you know what I yes, mean? Yes, I completely so, agree. So immediately, let's disregard the whole comparison. So we're going to stop that today right now. The second point is start so let's start today really asking ourselves what makes us happy 
and where do we want to go with our life Mm. what is our motive what is our intent what is our purpose and i believe everyone has i'm not saying you know everyone you know you you wake up and you think i was born to do this no because i think there's so many things even that i don't know that i can do that i'm capable of yeah and there there's so many things that we i guess we'll never really unlock because you have to try things in order to then realize oh you know you might be okay at that or you might actually be olympic you know like an elite at that Mm -hmm. specific thing and yet you know you won't unlock it you won't discover that but what i will say is now that we're here and we have this time let's really start doing things for ourselves and going for the things that make us happy so yeah. I think that is so powerful. Thanks so much for coming, Steph. I've literally had the best time talking to you. I've loved every minute of it's it. It's been so fun. And if you guys don't follow Steph on Instagram, follow her account, Nutty Foodie Fitness. And if you don't watch her YouTube channel, it's called Nutty Foodie Fitness. Give her a follow. Give her a thumbs up. Thank you so much for having me. My it pleasure. has been It has been my pleasure to come on here and just, yeah, just have a good old chat. It's been great. So thanks so much. And stay nutty. (laughs) Stay nutty, my friends. Hi, everyone. And thanks so much for tuning in and listening to my podcast. I would love to hear your feedback. So please email a millennial mind at hotmail.com with any feedback or questions around the show. Don't forget to like, subscribe, rate and share with your family and friends. I look forward to hearing from you and I'll catch you in the next podcast next week.